Hello, and welcome to the Love Your Work Life podcast. I'm your host, Elisa Shuck. Whether you're going for that next promotion, looking for a job, or making a career pivot, I'll teach you how to navigate it all so you can have the career you want. Welcome to the Love Your Work Life podcast, episode 15. weeks ago, I talked about the four steps to getting from here to there. And in the context of what we usually talk about, getting from here to there means going from unemployed to employed, from a job you hate to a job that feels good, um, and maybe even from your current role to that promotion, that that thing you know you're capable of doing and you're just looking for the opportunity to step it up. I always say, listen, if you find yourself in a situation where you are unemployed, where you've been laid off, let go, restructured out, whatever that looks like for you, if you find yourself there, I wanna challenge you to look at this time as an opportunity to give yourself a promotion. What is it that you would do or that you're capable of doing? So that's my little sidebar for the moment is don't feel like just because you're unemployed that it means you've got to go backwards or you've got to go lateral. Think promotion, think stretch, apply for anything you feel 60% qualified to do. I harp on that all the time because 60% takes into consideration our tendency to downplay ourselves. So you're probably far more qualified than 60%. But when you feel 60%, then that shows that you are stretching a little bit. It tells your brain that it's got some work to do to show up, to recall some of those experiences. So yes, I got off track. Let's get back on track. I'm so passionate about that, so I've got to talk about it. The four steps to getting from here to there, um, we talked about resumes a couple of weeks ago. The other four steps are know your value, do your outreach, invite and inform people, and then, of course, interviews. And there's just some different components around interviews. So I'm going to go back to step one today and talk about knowing your value. This is so crucial because knowing your value and really being comfortable in your own skin, thinking thoughts about yourself that serve you is a foundation to help you through the rest of your job search, but actually for your entire career. Here's what I mean about that is, There are things about you that someone may have said or maybe you've thought about yourself that you think are weaknesses. I want you to actually think about those things and think about it like two sides of a coin. If it it feels like a weakness, it's probably just the other side of a strength. That's kind of the way things work, is what are the positives about that? When someone says that you're bossy and that's interpreted as a weakness, you could actually look at that as the other side being you take charge. 
When a decision needs to be made, you're the one that's going to step up. In a meeting where it's turning into chaos, you're going to be the one that steps up. So start to look at the things that you think are weaknesses. What is the other side of that? Is it possible that it's a strength? How do you lead? How do you communicate? This is something that's super important because this is how you show up at work. Imagine yourself as you are walking through the building, as you're interacting with people. Maybe you're doing virtual meetings because you're working remotely. What is it about you and how you show up that adds value, right? You're, we're talking about knowing your value. And your value is something innate within you. It's the innate behavioral strengths that you possess. And it's also what you contribute inside the organization. I always say that we're wired for community and contribution. And we get that at work for at least 30% of our life. So think about how you show up. What is it that you say in meetings? How do you make other people feel in those meetings? Are you someone who's really good at leading and directing and guiding? Or are you the collaborator, the supportive person, the creative person, the idea person? Really start to rehearse in your mind the things that you did that resulted in positives either gave you a great feeling or resulted in some type of contribution, accomplishment, or result um, at the job. There's a way to think about your accomplishments. And one of the ways is through a situation action result format. What was the situation? What was the problem? What was the objective? What were the actions that you took to solve that problem? And then ultimately, what was the result or accomplishment on the other end. When I'm talking with clients about this, I usually always have them start from the back, start from the R, the result, because this is reverse engineering it in a way that will help you be more elevated in your critical thinking. So if you think of it's, and again, like think about it, it's hard to think of a random situation that turned out well. So start with results, start with accomplishments, pick something that feels really good. Maybe you delivered something on time, or maybe you created improvement in profit margins or uncovered an error that saved the company a bunch of money. You've got these things that you've done either relationally amongst people or hard type metric accomplishments. So start with that one. Start with something that makes you feel really good because being, feeling good is gonna turn on higher levels of critical thinking, then work backwards. What were the actions you took to create that result, be as detailed as possible, and then the situation. Why were you doing it in the first place? What were you trying to achieve? Uh, what was the goal? So sometimes doing situation action result backwards can help you uncover some of those accomplishments in a little bit different way. And of course, you know, I want you to have those accomplishments on your resume, but you've got to paint the picture for yourself first. And this is so important because when you are let go from a job, 
whatever the reason may be. We've all had reasons. I, I've been demoted. I've been restructured out. So I've been there. I, I totally get it. And I'm with you. I've, I understand how that feels. When it feels bad, that is the perfect time to start painting the picture for yourself of what your value add is. And listen, I'm not saying that it's going to be all rainbows and unicorns and you're going to be released from a job and turn it around and start to feel awesome immediately. No, that's you're a human being. You're going to feel sad. You're going to feel disappointed. There's probably going to be a grieving process. And that's okay to allow that. But what I want you to think about is how long you're indulging in those feelings. And is it possible to have those feelings and start to think good things about yourself as well. Start to look back on that toxic environment and pick out the little tidbits that were actually good. Maybe you had some great relationships there. Maybe despite the fact that you didn't get credit for some of your work, it was still good work. You know it in your heart, it was still good work. You were delivering awesome work product. Give yourself credit for that even if no one else will. When you start to paint the picture for yourself of your value, the further you get into these steps, the resume, the reaching out to people and the interviews, the better you're going to be at communicating your value. If you don't see it and you don't believe it, it's going to be very difficult for someone else to see it in you. You've got to be there first. Don't wait for someone else to validate you. You start validating you right away. This is why I love step one of knowing your value because when you start to get clear on your value, your brain has something to focus on. You will start seeing opportunities differently. If you are going around thinking, I don't know what to offer. I don't know what I bring to the table. No one's going to notice me. Guess what? Those are exactly the results you're going to get. When you have a bridge thought that, you know, there's probably somebody out there that'll recognize my value. That's a great bridge thought. Keep thinking that until you get to the point where I have got such awesome value. My opportunities are endless. I would love for you to get there, but find some thoughts to get you there in between. So know your value. Set that as the foundation for everything that you do in your job search, in the steps that you're going to take to get from here to there, and it will serve you well. When you come across rejection, when you get ghosted, all of those things that are very likely going to happen, then you always have your value to go back to. You always have that firm, solid foundation of knowing you've done it before, you've created success, you've invested in yourself, you've done the work, and you can do it again. All right, know your value. I hope that you comment on this and tell me something little tidbit about yourself. If we're not connected on LinkedIn, Find me on LinkedIn, DM me, 
you pick something that you know is valuable, start saying it to yourself, start sharing it, trust me, it's gonna start growing within you and you will start seeing more and more of your value and you'll get the job that you want. All right, thanks everybody. Hey, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, you have to come check out my Love Your Work Life programs on Teachable. You can choose from on-demand courses or personalized one-on-one coaching with me. We take all of this material and apply it so that you can live it and create the career you want. Because when you love your work life, all the other parts of life get better too. So go to Love Your Work Life Teachable as search terms or love-your-work-life.teachable.com. I will see you there.